0: Welcome! Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. With our constant reminder
1: to back up your important data and check your spam filters frequently... During our 27th year on the air, welcome into tomorrow. This for the weekend of Friday, March 4th, 2022. I'm Dave Graveline.
2: I'm Chris Graveline. And happy birthday weekend before anything else happens. What else do you expect to happen? <laughs> I don't know. Before oh. You, you look like you're ready to just cut me off, so I want to get that in there. Well, I'm just trying to keep the show moving. Uh, okay. Well. But thank you for the happy birthday. I would sing to you, but you, know, you don't it's want to. It's actually that. Saturday the 5th,
1: so if you're listening to us on Saturday, I accept your birthday wishes. If you're hearing the show on Sunday or any time after March 5th, thank you for the belated wishes. How's that? Works for me. Okay. And remember, I'm I'm not old. I'm retro. Oh. Yeah, retro, vintage, same thing. <laughs> oh, 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 that hurts me in my heart. Accurate, but hurts me in my heart. Anyway, we always try to be entertaining and informative, and we're always free. Bringing you into tomorrow, covering the latest in consumer tech, tech news and commentary, and then a bunch of your calls standing by, Mimi and Atlanta, among many others.
2: Lots of tech news and commentary to share with you. Apple has set a date for its next event, sending out invites to the media for this coming Tuesday, March 8th. Um, of course, Apple is expected to introduce uh, a new moderately priced iPhone SE with a bigger screen, upgraded iPads with faster chips, and possibly even upgraded Macs. So uh, stay tuned to the show next week, because we'll have all things Apple. We'll, we'll at least tell you what they've announced. You know, you think with
1: technology by now... They would have been able to grow apples without that goofy little sticker on it. Right. That was one of my stories see, this I, I, past week. I on, know that
2: if I looked at your stories.
1: Yeah, I know. You, why do you never look at my story on Instagram
2: or, well, you're not on Instagram, but on Facebook? Because people can see that you look at their stories. I don't need that kind of yeah. stalking in my life. So? Stalking. People don't need to know I'm, what I'm up to. Since you were talking about Apple,
1: supposedly the upcoming Apple car will make a self-driving feature that Apple has been teaming with a South Korean company to produce. According to the Elec, one of Korea's outsourced semiconductor assembly and test companies, is the reported tech partner working with Apple's South Korean offices on the project, which is expected to be completed sometime next year. So that Apple car on-again, off-again is apparently on-again, who knows. But of course, just like Apple, they have to call it Apple something. Yeah. Well, at least they don't call it ICAR. I was just going to say, thank <laughs> goodness they're not trying to call it ICAR. Who knows? It hasn't come out yet. Yeah. They might still. True. But now we can't ignore the Ukraine situation, uh, and at least from a tech angle as well. First of all, all of our uh, wishes and prayers with the Ukrainian people, because I think for the most part the world is against what Putin's been doing with Ukraine. But the EU, of course, announced that it's banning the Russian state-backed channels RT, which formerly were known as Russia Today, and then they now said RT. Interesting how they dropped the Russia name a while ago. Because here in America, there's RT America, which was Russia Today, America. Now it's just RT. Although the likes of DirecTV, Hulu, and others have dropped it as well. Good. Good. Mm -hmm. I say, especially because that moron Rick Sanchez is on it or was on it or who knows? I never watched it. I was on it a few times with our friend (laughs) Holland talking tech, not talking anything promoting Russia or Putin. But anyway, uh, they're also dropping Sputnik, not the aircraft, uh, the spaceship. That would be bad. But in an unprecedented move against the Kremlin media machine, the European Commission president said, we will ban the Kremlin's media machine in the EU, the state-owned Russia Today and Sputnik, and their subsidiaries will no longer be able to spread their lies to justify Putin's war. No word yet about how or if the similar RT America channel will be affected, except, as I mentioned, DirecTV and Hulu, which was pretty much their entire audience in the US anyway. I don't know that they were even on anything else.
2: Yeah, I mean, I had them for a while on Sling, which I don't think is still owned by by Dish or anything, but it's. No, I don't think so. so but I haven't heard anything about whether or not Sling is going to drop them or keep them, but yeah. we'll see. And along those lines, Facebook and YouTube are blocking
1: Russian state media from running ads on their platform, so at least they're not
2: making money. Off them if they've stopped the ads. And they can't monetize their posts, which, of course, doesn't really do anything except benefit the platforms, because now they don't have to share that ad revenue.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) While Twitter is suspending all advertising in Ukraine and Russia as pressure mounts on tech platforms to respond to Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Facebook says it has restricted Russian state media's ability to earn money on their anti-social media platform, Facebook's parent company Meta said that Russia would hit its services with restrictions after it refused authorities order to stop using fact checkers and content warning labels on its platforms. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay. uh, and I also saw that uh, Netflix apparently is defying the Russian government because there was a new law that went into effect where they were going to have to carry these Russian propaganda channels. And yeah. Netflix said, uh-uh, we're not doing that. And kudos to some American movie companies who have pulled movies from Russia, including yeah. The Batman. <laughs> They just pulled that movie, yeah. and General Motors has has already announced that they will not export any vehicles to yep. Russia. Shell backed out of Russia. I mean, and BP. I mean,
1: so there's some things. If nothing else, it's got to get Putin to go. If he hasn't by the time you hear this, okay, big mistake. Never mind. Come back home, all you Russian army. And there's been many of their military that refused to bomb civilian towns and areas. I don't know if they're just, you know, aiming guns elsewhere and bombing empty fields and saying, "Oh, it just didn't calibrate properly," but all their equipment that's been abandoned, run out of gas. Did you happen to see a video on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and everywhere where some f- Ukrainian farmer stole a Russian tank and he's pulling it with his tractor?
2: Yeah, and I saw, I saw oh, a meme of a, of a you know of a it was in a, you know a picture of a Russian soldier you know supposedly calling Putin to say, um, yeah, so a farmer stole our you know, equipment with a tractor. You know? yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> anyway, YouTube also stopped running advertisements on channels
1: from Russian state-backed media and certain other accounts, included in sanctions over Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. The video giant says they're restricting access to state-funded RT, again, what used to be called Russia Today, and a number of other channels in Ukraine. It will also limit the ways its system recommends those videos to viewers so like it's changing the way they recommend those videos how about just don't do them Mm -hmm. don't recommend them never mind changing the way so at least it's good that tech companies have also gotten involved and said hey we got to do our part and of course uh, no fly zones of any
2: russian aircraft even over the u.s now so good And while we're on the subject, electric vehicle charging stations along Russia's M11 motorway, which stretches from Moscow to St. Petersburg, are not working because a Ukrainian company that provided parts for the Chargers hacked them using a backdoor in the Chargers' control systems. Oh, I love it. Good job. (laughs) So now the Chargers show an error message reading in English, call service, no plugs available, before new screens show additional messages in Russian saying, glory to Ukraine, glory to the heroes, death to the enemy, and... Putin is a D-word that I can't say on the radio. Oh, <laughs> oh gee. Well, hey, if you're going to hack the stuff, you might as well do it right. right? Yeah.
1: So you might as well get your message across. I like how the first one, though, is very typical. Yeah. No plugs available. Try again later. You know, It's mm-hmm. like, oh, darn. And then, <laughs> then it slams them. Interesting. you got to love tech when it's used properly. Yeah. Yeah. Creators of longer-form content on TikTok may not have to break up their videos into parts anymore remember we complained about that here on the show last week mm-hmm. you know part 2 of 4 and oh forget it i, I keep scrolling i don't want i don't don't want to have to go looking well you know why that's not going to be the case anymore because TikTok has extended the maximum length of
2: videos to 10 minutes. This is ridiculous. From I, I, three minutes. I, I like the shorter because if I, if I went to a video and it said part one, I just scrolled right by. Yeah. Now, you know, how long am I going to have to sit before I realize, oh, this is a video that's way too long to watch? Well, if you're watching it, it's because presumably you're interested. Yeah. But see, TikTok's supposed to be a short video platform. It's no
1: longer a short video platform. They've done ruined that. TikTok last increased its maximum video time back in July when it upped video length from one minute to three minutes. Meantime, Facebook Reels is still 30 seconds because, because Zuckerberg just can't get with it. Well, not that I care either, but, you know, once in a while we'll do a little promo announcement about the show, who's on the show this week or something, and it fits fine on TikTok and Twitter and, and stories and whatnot, but then I put it on reels and it gets cut off. That's because Zuck doesn't like me.
2: I don't know no. why. Why would he not like me? Because you don't say nice things about him on the radio.
1: Oh. So you don't think because it's my birthday he'll give me a present and stop shadow banning me all over the place? No. What? I, but it's my birthday. That's not good enough? No. Uh, darn. <laughs> By the way, from the Dexcom G6 studios, make knowledge your superpower for managing diabetes. We welcome them back. Visit Dexcom, D-E-X-C-O-M dot com for more details. Just over three quarters of consumers in a camera IQ study have tried augmented reality. I find that hard to believe. Three-quarters of consumers have tried augmented reality? No. But that's what they're claiming, with more than 50% of those remaining eager to experiment. AR visualization would make 59% more inclined to buy a product, and 78% would post brand experiences to social media. Of course, no one has any way of knowing if they would be positive posts or not. Mm-hmm. But come on, three quarters of consumers—you know—how does our audience feel about that? Is that something? Have you tried augmented reality? Do you like it? Do you use it? Are you among the alleged three
2: quarters of consumers that have tried it? That seems like an awful high amount to do, me. Do, do three quarters of consumers even have like mobile phones?
1: <laughs> well, yes, there are more mobile phones than
2: anything else. But it's an augmented reality thing, though. Are they actually doing it? Onward Mobility, the startup hoping to revive BlackBerry phones with a 5G keyboard-equipped Android device, is ending its work on the phone and shutting down as a company. Uh Uh-oh. The company wrote in a statement on its website, It is with great sadness that we announce that Onward Mobility will be shutting down, and we will no longer be proceeding with the development of an ultra-secure smartphone with a physical keyboard. Kind of a stupid name then, right? Onward Mobility shutting down? Yeah. Mm. Um, Despite saying that, quote, this is not the outcome we worked and hoped for, Onward Mobility's statement doesn't give any indication of exactly why it canceled the project. But Android Police previously reported that its License to use the BlackBerry branding had recently been canceled, and it couldn't have been easy trying to make it as a new smartphone manufacturer amidst an ongoing global chip shortage. Oh well. (laughs) So, so for all you BlackBerry fans that were holding out for that new BlackBerry,
1: keep holding out. Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Interesting report from our friends at PC Mag: A recent World of Warships survey of 2,000 adult U.S. gamers revealed a slew of life benefits gamers see thanks to gaming. Life benefits, such as feeling less lonely and finding love as a result of gaming. Okay. I find that also hard to believe. Respondents also credited gaming for helping them learn more about the world as well as setting life goals. Okay. From gaming. Now, Mm -hmm. what are you learning about the world and what possible life goals are you setting other than I want a gun like that or so you know what I'm saying yeah
2: but yeah. they surveyed 2,000 adult U.S. gamers so you don't really learn many good things about life playing something like uh, Grand Theft Auto or anything not any good things about <laughs> yeah. life anyway although it may be uh, setting a life goal to try to avoid
1: prison but yeah. I oh well yeah. I, I believe their survey but I
2: find it odd Android phones might finally gain a feature that Apple has had for years. Oh, big whoop. Usually <laughs> um, Apple steals from us anyway. Yeah, well. um, Apple, for the longest time, has had an option to adjust the brightness of the flashlight on iPhones. However, most Android devices just give an on-off option. So you either need it or you don't. Sometimes you don't want it so bright. We've done it when we've gone out to dinner and, and we have tr- we have to turn our flashlights on to see the menu. I'm able to turn mine on dim so that it's not, you know, well, like the sun. You're, you're on an iPhone, so of course it's dim. Yeah. Um, Android 13 could possibly change that. Google's upcoming OS includes two new APIs, namely Get Torch Strength Level and Turn On Torch with Strength Level. Uh, the first method brings up the brightness level of the LED flash, while the second one sets it from a minimum value of 1 to a maximum determined by the hardware. Previously, apps could only switch the LED flash on or off. I hate that they even call it torch. It's you not know. a torch, it's a flashlight. Well, outside the U.S., that's what most people call flashlights or torch.
1: I know. Just like. Elevators or lifts.
2: Yeah.
1: And escalators are moving stairs or I don't know.
2: (laughs) And apparently they put little hats on the front of their cars, you know, bonnets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we could spend
1: the whole three hours talking about those things. But instead, Mimi in Atlanta, Georgia, listens on AM 920, The Answer. Welcome into tomorrow, Mimi.
3: What are
4: your thoughts on Elon Musk's statement about how many
3: Starlink units have been sent to Ukraine, and were they sent to the government or to the people?
1: Oh, good question, Mimi. Not many thoughts, actually, other than rapid deployment seems like a very good and obvious use case for satellite Internet since it's designed to be used in areas where there is no real infrastructure. It was likely the real idea to monetize his infrastructure to begin with, since Musk largely lives off of government contracts. So this may have been a really convenient proof of concept to point out in an RFP, or request for proposal, if you will,
2: to the U.S. government, in the future for him. Yeah, now the equipment went out to the government. Uh, what was shown publicly was less than a truck full, which should be helpful to the government, but would likely uh, be an insanely small number of devices to serve the population.
1: Yeah, now before the war, Ukraine had a population of more than 40 million. Supplying that population would be like supplying all of Texas and then feeling generous and supplying all of Georgia on top of that. There may never be enough Starlink devices to do something like that, since the connection they can provide is still very inferior to wired Internet and even wireless 5G. So this was a relatively small shipment that should help, of course, to keep the government connected, most
2: likely not the general public. Yeah, but now an engineer based in Kyiv tweeted that Starlink was working in Ukraine as of this past Monday evening with download speeds of 137 megabits per second. Well, that's respectable. Now, for satellite, that's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> um, now, last week on the show, I talked about uh, the islands in Tonga and how they were cut off from the internet after a volcano erupted. Elon Musk also sent terminals there free of charge to keep that island connected while the undersea cable was repaired. True. And and don't get us wrong. I mean, I, I think a lot very favorably about what Elon
1: Musk does and is doing, and in this case is trying to help. But you got to know, if he's sending terminals, receivers, the whole bit, they're very likely to get destroyed, or a lot of them, yeah. if the shelling and bombing and whatnot continue. But at least if in the interim, they can keep some people, whether it's mostly the government and some general public to be able to send information out to the world and request more help and show us what's really going on there, then great. And I think that's very cool of him. So Mimi, good question. I hope we sort of answered your question, but there really is no way of knowing for sure how many people are using or able to use Starlink and how that all is working because if they sort of broadcast okay here's what you need to do to sign on and get on internet well so are
2: the the Russians getting on too yeah and i know people are you know probably saying well he's the richest man in the world he can afford to do it or he's just doing this to get more business later but you know what let's you know either way i think still he's being a good corporate citizen i mean you know yeah, good point you know whether whatever his end goal is he's still providing this free of charge to get this you know government connected
1: yep so i ask our audience how do you feel about that and these kinds of things, but especially Elon Musk sending over satellites. I mean, just moving the moving them in orbit to cover Ukraine and sending receivers. Uh, again, corporate citizen. I think that's a good thing. IntoTomorrow.com. Do let us know.
5: don't keep it.
1: Call 800 613 That's 800-613-2715. 800
8: Call now. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663.
1: That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663.
2: Welcome back Into Tomorrow. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start your own podcast. You can visit blubrry.com. Stay tuned. In just a few minutes, we'll be chatting with, well, Dave will be chatting with Yariv Haddad. He's the founder and CEO of a company called Deep Optics. They've got the first and only adaptive sunglasses that switch to reading glasses with a simple swipe. Yeah. You just do a little swipe along the arm of the sunglasses
1: and all of a sudden they're reading glasses. And we show you. How they work and what they do. So be sure and visit Intotomorrow.com. Check out the video of all of our guests because we wanna we want you to see the guests and the products they're talking about when you visit us at Intotomorrow.com. And by the way, when you participate, you win stuff. We got a whole plethora of cool things to share with you, so we invite you to stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. Call in and win. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. This during our 27th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech. That includes, of course, products and services and gadgets and gizmos and apps and software and websites, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. Delighted that you tune in. Even more delighted when you participate. And then we send you prizes for joining us. Many of our guests and sponsors and friends of the program are frequently sending us things to share with you, our audience. And all you need to do is participate in order to win those goodies. Oh, and by the way, do visit us at your earliest convenience if you don't already subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. You'll want to. Trust me on that. And all we ask for is your email address, and you put that in, in a little red box that pops up when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And it lists, of course, all of our guests coming up. It lists some of our caller questions and how we're going to address them, so you might be able to get additional info. Of course, it has some tech news and some hmm thoughts to make you smile. Lots of fun stuff in the tech newsletter. Again, at intotomorrow.com. What if you no longer had to look for your reading glasses while you're outside? Our next guest has unveiled the first and only adaptive sunglasses that switch to reading glasses with a single swipe. I'm loving it already and could use a pair myself. The founder and CEO of Deep Optics is Yariv Haddad. Yariv, welcome into tomorrow. How are you, sir?
6: Thank you very much, Dave. Um, Yeah, I'm doing great. It's great to be here and uh, great to talk on this show. Well, glad to have you with us. Where are you joining us from today? Uh, I'm joined from Tel Aviv. It's actually evening time here. I don't need my sunglasses now. Um,
1: But yeah. (laughs) Well, terrific. Tel
6: Aviv, Israel.
1: Glad to have you from Tel Aviv. And want to remind our radio audience that, of course, we have video of almost all of our interviews, including the one with Yariv. So you can come and see these actual glasses, the adaptive sunglasses that we're talking about. Tell me first a little bit about Deep Optics, uh, the company, and then let's get into the 32 North glasses
6: um right so deep optics is um basically a startup that is Israeli startup based in tel aviv uh, founded by a group of scientists um coming from electro optics uh, background uh, 10 years ago we thought of this uh, concept of having glasses that can basically change their focal distance change their prescription um and we developed a new technology a novel technology of Uh, lenses that are based on liquid crystal. It's that material that you find in LCDs. LC stands for liquid crystal. And we developed this um, unique technology where glasses with this liquid crystal inside them can act as different glasses with different prescriptions depending on what you're looking at. Um, So this is Deep Optics. We're, uh, like I said, a startup in Tel Aviv, and 32 North is our first product sunglasses with these um, new and novel lenses uh, that act both as sunglasses that you can use outside, but also um, if you wanna read outside, if you wanna check your watch, check your phone, uh, you simply swipe on the temple and they convert into reading glasses without changing their transmission, with still being sunglasses, but then ones that you can read with, if uh, like me, you need reading glasses uh, when yes. you look at closer stuff. Oh,
1: for sure, and and that's you hit the nail on the head because not only have I had to do that the last few <laughs> years, but yes, as we get older, it happens. Uh, but now, especially even with my phone, it's like, whoa, okay, hold on, Uh don't don't tell me I need my reading <laughs> glasses to read this text. You know, I make the text as large as I can, and then it's too large. You know, it's it's absurd. Exactly. So to yeah. be able to just swipe on the side, uh, on the I guess on the arm of the sunglasses. Uh, mm-hmm. switching to reading glasses immediately is got to be very cool. Why 32 North? What does that mean?
6: Um, so, as I mentioned before, we're from Tel Aviv. 32 North is the latitude of uh, Tel Aviv, and ah. it's a sunny place. It's a place where a lot of technology and innovation are being constantly done, and we, we like the idea that this is both a place of, of fun, of outdoors, um, people hiking, biking, going to the beach, uh, but also are inventing incredible stuff. And we thought that this could be a good name to symbolize both of these and still be a little bit, of, you know, somewhat of a secret, not too explicit. So to make it a bit more sophisticated, kind of like the glasses are themselves. Um, so, yeah, hopefully this will be... Um, This message will come across as well to uh, to our customers.
1: Oh, that's terrific. And of course, we are based in Miami, Florida, so we can relate to the sunshine (laughs) and going to the beach and that sort of thing. Um, But I think, you know, for deep optics, to get involved in adaptive optics is obviously uh, a logical progression. Um, And what kind of caused you to even do this? Was it a, a, a matter of need or a lot of folks getting together and saying, what can we do to help people and this is an item? Or how did that happen?
6: So, yeah, we, we actually, uh, our our background um we did a we did a previous technology in the previous startup that we worked at uh, where we developed special technology for mobile phone cameras. Uh-huh. So we obviously have background in optics. It's called electro optics in that field. But then, uh, when we were through with that, um, and we got a bit older <laughs> than we were before, uh, we realized that this is this is an emerging need, and in fact. Um, uh, two billion people in the world are in need of uh, reading glasses or progressives and our eye basically loses its flexibility loses its capability to focus and instead of having a solution that is behaving like our eye meaning that it can focus in the different distances like our eye used to the current so- solutions are static so you have your readers for the close distance you have your uh, our ex like prescription glasses for the Parkinson's or progressives that you need to look through different areas and we said we know how to do active optics, we now understand that there's a big need for that, uh, why don't we combine the two and and find a solution that is acting like, like our eyes and basically allow us to seamlessly experience this transition um, between the time where we were able to do it without the glasses and now Um, without having to learn new reflexes, without having to look through different areas or to switch between different glasses.
1: Well, that's terrific. I mean, kudos to you guys for being able to come up with this to begin with. I didn't realize there were two billion of us uh, suffering from presbyopia, (laughs) right? Because isn't that the the concern uh, with folks that are having trouble focusing on nearby objects as we get older?
6: exactly um actually lifespan is 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 extending um as time goes by which is of course something we're happy about and and we also need to to see uh, to closer distances uh, more than we used to in the past we have to check our phones we have to check our watches we need to work at computers um and so Uh, Our lifestyle demands uh, for good vision uh, for closer distances as well as far distances. And and it's only natural that such a big problem, such a big need, um, would justify development of new technologies rather than what we have today.
1: So, Yariv, then, as I understand it, can the glasses be ordered with the uh, prescription, for example, if you need a prescription for distance, and then also for the close-up, for the reading issues, and that's when you'd swipe uh, on the glasses to
6: convert to reading glasses? Is that how that would work? So the first product is indeed uh, dynamic, but it only corrects for reading for the closer distances. So okay. if you don't need distance uh, correction, if you don't wear glasses for driving or for walking outside, but you do need sunglasses and you do need reading glasses, they would be perfect for you. Uh, The next product um, on our roadmap, that will be next year, uh, will also have correction for the far distance. So you'll have far vision correction constantly, and then when you swipe, it'll switch to closer or even intermediate distances, depending on how you defined it. Uh, I didn't mention, but there's an app uh, that you can use to, um, when you onboard the glasses, when you get the glasses for the first time, you download an app. Uh, And then you're able to calibrate it to your prescription, to your interpupillary distance. Each of us has a different distance between their eyes, and you're able to very easily be guided by the application to customize and personalize these glasses uh, to yourself. And, of course, you can pass them on to a different person, and they can use it with a different prescription. That's the nice thing about it.
1: Wow. Oh, that's excellent. So there's an app that actually does something very useful. Uh, of course, uh, the Into Tomorrow app does yeah. as well, but yours in this case uh, helps us read better. And you answered my next question about, you know, what's ahead and Into Tomorrow for you. You are already working on another product. Are you working on one perhaps that are not sunglasses that would be used just day to day in the office or house or what have you?
6: yeah, that's a great question. And yes, that's definitely our next challenge. so the first uh, the first product, like I mentioned, is some glasses, and it's also manual in the sense that you are swiping like the side of the glasses to switch between the different powers, the different prescriptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then our next uh, next uh, product is uh, clear lens glasses that you can use indoors, you can use in everyday use. Um, and what's also nice about it is that it'll be completely automatic in the sense that it will constantly um, detect the distance that you're looking at and correct the vision to that specific distance without having to swipe or without having to touch nice. or click any buttons.
1: Nice. And that
6: will be constantly done. So that's, that's our main uh, challenge for the next, uh, next development effort.
1: So is your, uh, I think that's awesome, and looking forward to those things, and that what's great about deep optics is that you're always doing some research and obviously development, so keep that good work up. What, what is your you. general consumer? Is it, in fact, skewing to older
6: folks as we get older, or can anyone use these? So for the first product, you are focusing on presbyopia. It's it's a scary word describing the condition I mentioned before, which right. is us as folks being unable to read or needing some aid to reading. That that gets worse as we get older. Uh, so the age range is between 45 onwards, and that would be the the uh, the people that we um, <clears throat> we are looking at when we develop these products. So. Uh, The sunglasses 32 north, uh, either with uh, far-vision prescription or without. And then the autofocals that will follow, all of these are targeting people that need far and close correction, which are typically people over 45. Mm -hmm. Uh, We do have other applications that we're working on as well. um, Integration with augmented reality and virtual reality that require uh, tunable lenses and even some applications that not only correct vision, but also cure um, vision disease. So wow. definitely with, with tunable lenses, with adaptive optics, uh, we see the first product 32 North being just a tip of the iceberg of what's, what's um, in the future for this kind of tech.
1: Terrific. Man, I,
6: I expect Deep Optics
1: to continue your incredible research and do some Thank very, you. very cool things for a lot of us. And uh, when you start getting into being able to help those that are vision impaired at various degrees, uh, it can yes. only be very hopeful and helpful uh, into tomorrow for being able to help so many other people. So kudos to you guys. Keep up the great work.
6: Amen.
1: (laughs) Yes, by all means. Founder and CEO of Deep Optics is Yareef Haddad. Thank you so much, Yareef. 32northglasses.com. The number 32northglasses.com. We'll get you there, of course, when you visit our site at intotomorrow.com. Yareef, we'll look forward to getting you back on. As soon as you have more new product to announce, uh, let's be sure and stay in touch because you keep doing cool things. We'll keep talking about it.
6: Happy to be back. Thank you very much, Dave.
1: Our pleasure. 32northglasses.com. And of course, visit us at intotomorrow.com, and we'll get you to Yariv's site and all of our guests from Intotomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned. There's much more to come as we bring you further into tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network.
9: if you don't have final expense insurance this message is for you life care provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses medical bills burial costs and unpaid debt a final expense insurance policy is fast easy affordable life insurance available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. no medical exams no lengthy questionnaires and no waiting period call life care at 800-956-0683 800-956-0683 I
10: can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6.
2: While many people view cybercrime as someone else's problem, these attacks get very personal when they impact our digital identities and way of life. F5 announced a new way for companies to manage and secure the digital services we rely on every day with the global launch of F5 Distributed Cloud Services. Here's Executive VP and GM for Security and Distributed Cloud, Haiyan Song.
6: Businesses
3: and individuals now rely on digital services like never before. That's why we're so excited about F5's new security services and the protection it will provide for organizations and their customers. More than 40% of cyber attacks were on small companies. Our goal at F5 is to make securing the digital world simple by providing the best, most flexible, and most comprehensive security services to our customers.
2: F5 Distributed Cloud Services is the most comprehensive, effective, and easy-to-implement way to secure web applications and APIs. Learn more at F5.com.
11: Guys, stop putting your love life on hold. U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 888-856-8066 and we'll rush your order, discreetly packaged, to your door. Been thinking of trying something new to help your love life? Call U.S. Pharmacy at 1-888-856-8066 for as little as $119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 888-856-8066 and ask about our express shipping option, and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. That's 888-856-8066. Again, 888-856-8066.
1: Let's start this Into Tomorrow segment with another fun tech fact for you. There are approximately 3.5 billion Google searches every day. And 7.2% of this traffic comes from people searching the term Google.
2: <laughs> I've never <laughs> so done that. Google, Google. I've never Googled Google. <laughs> you should Google, Google, and then you go bing, bing. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go, Yahoo! Yeah, 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 You could always try that. Anyway, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet. Enjoy more of everything the internet has to offer. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word at RADIO to 35000.
0: Jump aboard the time machine. you got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History.
1: History, 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 history. Here's Chris.
2: Here's Chris with history. This week in 1876, Dave Gravine was born. Oh, no, not not that one. You better not. 1876. I'd I'd have been long dead by now. Okay, well, you weren't quite born that far back, but happy birthday anyway. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Um, I was born far back, though. Uh, Uh, But this week in 1876, Alexander Graham Bell (laughs) rang up a patent for his invention, the telephone. I I wasn't around when it first started celebrating my first birthday, but uh-huh. thanks. Uh, it was an invention, incidentally, that almost bankrupted his company in the beginning. Oh. Just a few days after that, Bell sent the first clear telephone message into a nearby room to his assistant, Mr. Watson.
6: Oh,
5: man, I am so excited. I may vomit.
2: No, that's not what he said. Oh, I thought that's what no, he no, said. What he said was, Mr. Watson, come here, I want you.
5: Where's my
2: burrito? <laughs> he didn't say that either. Oh. Uh, but those were the first words spoken to the invention that Bell had created. In 1891, this week, Almond Stroger patented the Stroger Switch. If you're wondering what a Stroger switch is, it's a device that led to the automation of telephone circuit switching and eliminating the need for telephone operators. So this, this week in tech history is very telephonic. Yes. And now the story goes that the invention came about because Stroger, who was an undertaker by trade, believed that phone calls were being routed to his competitor, who just happened to be married to one of the operators. Oh, my. Stroger sold his patents for $1,800 to his associates who then turned around and subsequently sold them to Bell Systems in 1916
6: for $2.5 million. Steepy! I'm so happy!
2: Wow. Yeah, that's what they were saying. He wasn't saying that. <laughs> no. In 1961 this week, in the midst of the space race, the Soviet Union successfully launched Sputnik 9, carrying a dog and a human dummy named Ivan Ivanovich, along with some mice and a guinea pig. The spacecraft was only intended to complete a single orbit, so it was deorbited shortly after launch and re entered on its first pass over the Soviet Union. The launch demonstrated that the Soviet Union was ready to begin human spaceflight. Excuse me? (laughs) Yeah, Soviet Union. And this week in 1979, Philips demonstrated the compact disc publicly for the first time. At the time of the technology's introduction to the market in 1982, a CD could store much more than a personal computer hard disk drive, which would typically hold only about 10 megabytes. That's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the most significant trade show for consumer tech and home appliances. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. And while you're
1: online, check out intotomorrow.com and Chris's video of This Week in Tech History. You're tuned in to tomorrow
2: for the weekend of Friday, March 4th, 2022. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of the show is brought to you in part by Stream Guys, streaming media solutions for the smartest businesses on the Internet. Visit StreamGuys.com. You know, it may be my birthday this weekend, but
1: we're giving you the presents. When you participate on the program, no promises, no guarantees, but when you call in mention one or two of the following items, and we promise to do our best to get one of those to you. So what are the presents
2: that we have for our team of awesome listeners this week? Well, we've talked about the box of uh, products that Jabra sent. Well, this week, we were, we've got an Elite 85T True Wireless Earbuds. Oh my gosh. They are the best. They're the ones I use, and I love them. Uh-oh. Oh, for sure. From Benji Lock, more of his very cool fingerprint padlocks where your key is your finger. From Infinicore, we've got Wally Grip Detetzer wallet, grip, and stands for your smartphone. Those are very handy. Yeah. From TurboTax, online codes good for any of their
1: products to help you file your income tax fast and easily. So if you haven't done it yet, you
2: might want to ask for a TurboTax code. And we still got a Bob from Dantech. This is the ultra-compact dishwasher. Yeah. Oh, Bob is so cool. And if you haven't seen our
1: video of with the interview with Dantech from CES, do check that out. Just search for D-A-A-N, Dan Tech, and you'll check that out at intotomorrow.com.
0: Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
1: For the weekend of Friday, March 4th, 2022, you're tuned Into Tomorrow. Don't forget to check your spam filters frequently and always back up your important data. We are into tomorrow. The original social media because we're on radio. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Happy birthday weekend. Well, thank you. Um you know, studies have shown that people who have more birthdays tend to live longer.
2: And you've had quite a few. You have, <laughs> more, okay. than no, more than most. More than most. I mean I mean more than most of us. Well in, in duh. the studio here. It's okay let's see the fact that i'm I'm your father okay that works i'm trying to walk back on that comment and try to save myself here you didn't (laughs) oh yeah too too bad too bad
1: but thank you for the birthday wishes i appreciate that it's actually officially saturday march 5th so if you're listening today on saturday thank you for the wishes if you're listening after that thanks for the belated wishes and if you're listening and you want to get dave a birthday present how about a phone call you know, that's the best present, really. Absolutely the best present, especially right. as you get older, you don't need material things. You need phone calls. Yeah. And don't worry, I'm not going to give you your personal cell phone number out. Right? I meant I meant calling into the show. Good, because yeah. I would make sure to fire anyone who didn't edit that out if you were to do that. Yeah. However, what we do want to stress is that, though it's my birthday this weekend, we're giving you the presents when you call in to participate. We send lots of goodies out. And if you want to know our current batch of goodies, if you already subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter, you don't have to wonder. Because Chris, who's the layout editor of the tech newsletter every week, lists them for you, along with links to each of their sites so you can see all the good things about the cool things we're giving away. And if one doesn't already receive the Into Tomorrow tech newsletter newsletter,
2: how might they go about doing that? Because I understand it's free, and it's only once a week, and we don't spam anybody. Yeah, it's, and it's very easy to sign up. Stop by com, and a box will pop up asking for your email address. You put your email address in there. You'll get an email confirming, you know, Are you sure you want to subscribe to this? And of course you do. Well, that's so, the double opt-in thing, because we don't spam anybody. Right. So and your friends can't submit your
1: email, and then you just start getting our th- No, no, no. You have to say, click on that link that you get, and then voila. You're in. Yeah. And what's in the tech newsletter? In case somebody doesn't yet receive it, tech news. Okay, go figure. out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how would we assume that there's tech news in the tech newsletter? Yeah. We list the
2: prizes that were given away. Ah, that's where we were headed. Yeah. Okay, Let me tell you uh, who's coming up on the show. Guests we got coming with links to their sites so you can yep. check it out. Don't you also highlight perhaps some
1: of the calls and questions that might be addressed? So that if sometimes. you've got a similar, sometimes well, when you when you have nothing better to do, yeah, I, and that might help answer some of your questions oh good i had a question like that i be sure and tune in then we've got links to things like this week in tech history and the tech tip all sorts of things yeah oh and don't forget the hmm thoughts yeah. to make you smile we do a lot of that so sign up at into just your email address we don't share it with anyone and you'll get it it's that easy some tech news and commentary and then peter in san francisco
2: standing by with a call and we'll get to many of your calls as we progress Rumors have surfaced that a Windows 12 may well be in development. Oh, my God. Computer Base reports that according to a now-redacted tweet from security expert Swift on Security, quote, developments on the new operating system are already set to begin. The original post has been taken down now, with the tweet having uh, not been well received by Microsoft. Yep, I can imagine. Yeah, but the fact that this came from a user who's touting an official quote "Most Valuable Professional" award, coupled with the fact that Microsoft took notice at all, adds yet more plausibility to the claims that uh, work on Windows 12 is starting uh, this month. Apparently. Well, Microsoft, I think, is using a page from the Apple. We didn't know anything about that book. Yeah. Meanwhile, this you know this. Twitter, probably works for Microsoft. It probably does. Probably gets paid to do what they did. Yeah.
1: Or maybe as a Microsoft stockholder or something and yeah. thought, here's a way to increase my stock. Uh-huh. Could be. Consumers are increasingly returning to in-store shopping, causing Walmart's e-commerce sales growth to slow significantly. Oh poor Wally world. As a result, the retailer is now zeroing in on offering new delivery services to strengthen their e-commerce sales. Walmart says they will offer its in-home delivery service to 30 million homes by year's end and the company is adding more automated
2: fulfillment centers to existing stores. If Walmart wanted a stronger you know e-commerce you know site whatever, then don't make people pay for a membership in order to get free shipping. Yeah. Now that would make them really competitive for a change, Yeah. because I don't want to be
1: caught dead going into Walmart, but hey, if they're really competitive and you can just order stuff for delivery
2: or pickup, you don't have to go in. I know you wouldn't be caught dead. I just happened to mention in passing that I've got to run by Walmart to get my kid a couple of pairs of jeans. Like, oh, good, good. While you're there, can you get me a couple of things? i got a long, nice list. Yeah, because I won't go there. So you'll still <laughs> shop there, but you won't go there. It's just like when you asked me to order something for you on Amazon. Because you don't want to pay for your own you want to get your own Amazon membership. You oh, I will not, not you don't want to order anything yourself, but you'll give I, me your credit card and I ask will me to order I will not give Jeff Bozos
1: uh, the the pleasure of knowing that I pay money to be a prime member.
2: That doesn't happen. But I do watch prime videos. But, if, but, but. If, you know, And if only he knew that, you know, three quarters of the stuff I've ordered from Amazon was really you ordering it, then you know. That's not true. <laughs> okay, maybe half. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of Walmart,
1: though, they've also begun beta testing the choose my model tool. Have you heard about that one? No. Well, oh, come on. Uh, it's, it's something that's on their app and website, giving shoppers a way to see how clothes would look by virtually trying the clothes on on a model that looks like them. Why couldn't you just virtually try them on yourself? Well, I don't know. But instead, it's a model that looks like you. Trust me, there's no models out there that look like me. Thank God. (laughs) Uh, The technology is the first from Z-Kit, which is a startup that Walmart bought last year. And the retailer's in the process of making it available to use with more fashion brands. So there you go. You want to do something different? Look for a model that looks like you.
2: And then try on virtual clothes. Yeah, but trust me, anybody that looks like me is not a model. <laughs> Although I have told people that I always, you know, or no, I, I haven't told, I've been told that I make a good before model. <laughs> Great. For like weight loss or something? Yeah. A good yeah. before model? Good, you know, for weight loss, for uh, plastic surgery, you know, whatever, oh. whatever it is, I've told them I'm, I'm a good before model. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. AT&T announced that it's field testing new 5G small cell radios that can hide on top of street lampposts. Uh, Gordon Mansfield, at and VP of Mobility Access and Architecture, said that, quote, it is virtually unseen from street level. Mansfield touted that these new low- and mid-band 5G radios can be deployed within 15 minutes on street lamps. Uh, quote, no long wires or big, bulky boxes, a true aesthetic improvement, he said. These new small-cell radios are not a replacement for the much faster but more visible millimeter-wave antennas that can cover only a couple of blocks. Those are the kind of things I describe as a big Q-tip. Yes,
1: they're, they're typically on a pole with a little bigger portion at the top looks like a
2: Q-tip. Yeah. Those are 5G towers, right. not towers or poles. But yeah. So these aren't meant to replace those, but since the new radios are powered by street lamps and connected to nearby fiber, it could reduce the need to erect more of those standalone small cell towers in cities. Well, good. Let's hope that improves coverage for everybody. Yeah. Now, if I can just get anybody, any carrier to have decent coverage you know, in my area, I'll be home free. Yeah. Because I left AT&T years ago to T-Mobile because the AT&T in my area sucked. Well, T-Mobile isn't any better. And I've asked friends that have Verizon. And apparently Verizon not, isn't any better either. It's very annoying when I'm driving down the street trying to oh. listen to my Amazon music. And I lose the data connection because there's, I'm in another dead zone. And there's only those three to choose from. Yeah.
1: And you've gone through them all. I've gone through them all. Wow. I would suggest a really, really long cable then. Hashtag first world problems. Exactly. (laughs) Ford Motor is reorganizing its automotive units with Ford Model E overseeing electric vehicles and related services and Ford Blue handling gasoline-powered vehicles. So they're already thinking, well, Ford Blue is going to be going away one day, right? Ford says that they've shown commitment to the EV market with such models as the Mustang Mach-E and the upcoming Ford F-150 Lightning. We saw a Mach-E on the, on the, in a parking
2: lot the other day, and we thought, how ugly. Yeah, that was the most sacrilegious thing they ever did. They ruined making, the making Mustang. version of the Mustang. They ruined the Mustang. Jeez. And it, it doesn't—it doesn't look anything like a Mustang. either. If it doesn't no. look anything like the car, you can't give it the same name. That's true. They should have called it a Colt or something, or the, the Pony. The Pony, exactly. <laughs> Ford
1: Pony. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. We had to double take. We had Cameron with us, and he goes, "That's not a Mustang," because he likes Mustangs—the uh-huh. muscle car. And yeah, it is. Look, it says right on there, Mustang Machi. It's lipstick on a pig. And he said, "It's a Mustang <laughs> Yucky." Yeah. I, thought, I thought that was there very clever. So, yeah. oh well. Samsung has opened a Samsung Experience store in the Dallas market with 20 staff members who are already fans of the brand's gadgets and have trained for six weeks to teach customers how to use the devices. It's one of five Samsung Experience stores, which the company plans to use as a testing ground and a guide in making decisions on whether to open more branded stores in the future. But what does it say regarding how complicated their devices are if they have to take six weeks just to train their staff to show people how to use the Samsung devices? Yeah, that's that's weird. That's very weird. But, well, I mean, if it works out for them and it helps the consumer in the long run,
2: I guess they should open more stores. Yeah. Amazon has brought its cashierless just-walk-out technology to a whole Foods store for the first time, allowing customers to shop and leave the store with their items without having to interact with any kind of cashier. Isn't that pretty much... Anywhere in San Francisco, it's, uh, it's just walk out. Yeah, but without pay paying. For, yeah, but that's not paying. But yeah, yeah true. Um, but of course, you know, this ha- not having to interact with any kind of cashier is my kind of checkout process. Yes, because <laughs> you're so antisocial. In fact, I even told you when you, you know, when when you asked me to get some things from uh, Walmart, I remember telling you, well, as long as I can still keep my my order to under twenty items, because that's what you know, the twenty items or less for the self checkout.
1: Well, just you divide know. them in your cart and say I have less than 20 and then these are for my my old crippled father whose birthday it is and he's much much older and he can't come so that's a, and then they'll just say oh for, just go <laughs> so you start talking about it. Just go. Yeah. But anyway.
2: Yeah, Whole Foods. Uh, the, yeah, revamp- yeah. the revamped store opened on February 23rd in a Washington, D.C. neighborhood where there's been a Whole Foods store for over 20 years. Although Amazon has been operating cashierless grocery stores and in increasingly large Amazon Go and Amazon Fresh branded stores, this is the first time it's bringing the technology to a Whole Foods store, hmm. which if you've been living under a rock, Amazon bought in 2017 for $13.7 billion. Yeah. I wonder if they've made their money back yet. Probably not.
1: Yeah, probably not is right. Although it costs more to buy the same thing at Whole Foods than anywhere else, it seems. That's true. I have friends that are swearing by Whole Foods just because they're Prime members. Give me a break. Yeah, well, I work in radio. I can't shop at Whole Foods. Yeah, that's very true. But would you drink some (laughs) nitrogen-infused soda? Probably not. Why not? I don't know. The soft drink maker's Nitro Pepsi line will include draft cola and vanilla draft cola flavors. Pepsi says the drink has a smoother and richer flavor and forms a foamy head when poured, due in part to the nitrogen. Well, everybody loves a foamy head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The new drinks are scheduled to be released this week. So look for Nitro Pepsi in a store nearby you, probably not Whole Foods. Yeah.
2: Well, I don't
1: drink regular soda anyway. Oh, that's true. And you hate Pepsi. We go to yeah. a to a restaurant. You always want to get a diet Coke. Oh, we have diet Pepsi. It's not the same. Yeah, give like, me a yeah, nice. Tea. I'll take water or something. Yeah, that, right? <laughs> Just water. But I, now it has me curious. I want to taste
2: nitro Pepsi, draft cola, or vanilla draft cola. Whatever it has the same uh, effect as the nitrous you get at the dentist office. You to make you goofy? <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Maybe I don't want to try it. I'm goofy <laughs> enough already.
1: Yeah. Dubai's Museum of the Future, which is now open to the public, stands nearly 256 feet high without support columns to bolster it and contains more than 1,000 stainless steel panels that were partially created by robots. The most eye-catching feature might be the Arabic script that adorns the building's interior and exterior and quotes the country's crown prince, which reads in part... The future belongs to those who can imagine it, design it, and execute it. Until next time we're in Dubai, we've done the show from there a couple of times already, we'll have to check out the Museum of the Future. That that, That seems like a museum that I'd
2: probably be able to get you to. You probably would, because otherwise, eh, don't care. You're the history buff I'm into tomorrow. Yeah, I was, I was telling somebody the other day about when we were in Japan the last time, Tokyo the last time, and you know, <laughs> I took you to the Samurai Museum, and, you know, I'm looking at the second exhibit, and already there, you're already sitting on the bench, because you've already gone through everything, and... Yeah. You know, because I was like, oh, that's interesting. Keep going. Keep going. Oh, well, See, that's, that's cool. You, you just kept walking. Let's look at the swords. Like, there's more than just walking by looking at it. you got to look at the, the patterns and the, and the patina. And no, I didn't. <laughs> the patina. And you know, read the backstory about them and how they you know, came to be. No. But you and
1: another of our staff, <laughs> Derek, I remember, were studying everyone. And it was like, really? So I like went to lunch, came back. You were still finishing that whole area. But hey. If it turned you on, what the heck, you had a good time. Not in that way. Don't give me that weird look. Peter in San Francisco listens to Into Tomorrow on TuneIn, one of our many podcast providers, and we love you for it. This is cool. Participating with the Ask Dave button at intotomorrow.com. Hey, Peter.
12: I'm having a new computer built, and the builder suggests that he clone my existing boot drive over to the new computer so that uh, I can just turn the new computer on and I'll be ready to go. I haven't really heard of that before. Is that something that you would suggest? Thank you very much. Appreciate your radio program. I listen to it all the time.
1: Well, thank you, Peter. We appreciate you listening all the time and participating. But if you want to keep your same files and settings, then yes, it's a very useful thing to do. Basically, you'd be turning on a new computer with new hardware that would look like the old one and have all the files and most of the software that your old one did. That means that there would be next to no setup for you. After you get the new machine, everything would already be ready to use. And set up like you had it before
2: and all along. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you prefer to use this as an opportunity to clean out your digital life and get rid of old junk, then that option really isn't for you. That's true. Um, And you might benefit from starting off with a clean slate. But most people prefer to not have to bother moving all of their files and software manually if they can help it. So, yes, generally speaking, that is something that we'd suggest taking them up on. Thank you, Peter. I hope that helps you out. Let us know what you end up doing and how it worked out for you, because it'll certainly help other listeners
1: all the way, by the way, into
5: Keep it.
1: Call 800-613-2715.
9: That's 800-613-2715.
1: 800-613-2715.
9: Call now. Life Care provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses, such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call LifeCare at 800-956-0683 800-956-0683 800-956-0683 956
8: Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies join people just like you who made the call to invent help you have nothing to lose call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663
1: that's 1-800-460-1663 again 1-800-460-1663 During our 27th year,
2: bringing you Into Tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. If you're uh, looking to do your taxes, which because it's that time of year again. Oh, yippee. Yeah, stay tuned, because we'll be joined by uh, Lisa Green-Lewis, a CPA and tax expert with Intuit TurboTax, talking about uh, how they can make filing taxes easy. Yeah, and we have a bunch of TurboTax codes for
1: any of their programs, even if you need the expensive hundred and some odd dollar one. We can give it to you for free. If you participate on the program, let us know if you've got to do your taxes and want a TurboTax code. we got several. People with impaired vision want to be as self-reliant as possible. The latest version of a digital companion makes many tasks easier. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech
12: Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Imagine that a person with impaired vision could always have a sighted companion with them. This would make it easier to read soup cans in the supermarket, or identify the denominations of paper money, or read street signs. Well, there's a product that does all this and more, and it just clips onto the earpiece of standard eyeglass frames. The MyEye 3 is the third generation of this device from OrCam, that's O-R-C-A-M like Mike. It has a camera to view your surroundings and a small speaker to discreetly give you information. For example, it can recognize faces and tell you who is in the room with you. It can locate and direct you to an empty chair. And you can just point at a page in a book or a sign and it will read it for you. It even has a microphone so you can say, hey OrCam, and give it verbal instructions. It even has an LED light to help read a menu in a dimly lighted restaurant. Best of all, it does not require an internet connection to work. You can use it anywhere, anytime you need it. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank
1: you, Alfred. Always cool stuff that he comes up with as it relates to health tech. And we invite you to be sure and sign up for Alfred's Health Tech Insider free weekly newsletter. You can do that when you visit Health Tech Insider. Dot com. Tell them Dave sent you. And while you're online, be sure to visit our site and sign up for our free once a week Into Tomorrow tech newsletter. Where? At IntoTomorrow.com. As Into Tomorrow continues, I'm Dave Graveline. This, our 27th year, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. And of course, that includes everything from websites and apps and products and services and gadgets and gizmos, all sorts of cool things available today and into tomorrow we love it when you participate on the program in fact we send you prizes when you participate and it's so easy whether you have a question or comment or help for another listener maybe you want to share some tech rage about something that should work but it's not whatever the case we want to hear from you on the show and in fact we have some great giveaways from our next guest so stay tuned there's some great things that will be very helpful to you as well and it is so easy to participate you can use the old-fashioned method which is calling us at 800-899-INTO 899 4686 or you can use the free INTO TOMORROW app available of course for your Apple devices or Android devices snag that app in your favorite app store Hopefully give us five stars and a little rating. Oh, we love that might get something extra prize wise, too I don't know and Use the app and hit that message to studio button Or these days a lot of folks are just visiting our website and clicking on the little red microphone on the right-hand side That says ask Dave and you can do that with anything with a browser and a microphone so tablet smartphone laptop computer, whatever And visit us at intotomorrow.com and mask that Ask Dave button. It's that time of year again, but filing taxes doesn't have to be scary. Tech, of course, can help. Our next guest is with a company that makes it easy, no matter what your tax situation is, or how you want to file. CPA and tax expert with Intuit TurboTax is Lisa Green Lewis. Lisa, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you?
4: I'm, I'm doing good. How are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. Of course, not as busy as you guys these days. <laughs> this is the <laughs> tis the season, right? So you're you're very busy. Yeah. But we wanted to find out, of course, what's the latest with Intuit TurboTax. Are there new things? Uh, Is there something new this year that that we should all be aware of, especially as it relates uh, to doing our taxes?
4: Yes, there's a lot I have to tell you today. So what's new with TurboTax? Um, First, we have three ways to file for free. So we have our TurboTax Free Edition, which... Is free all season, but new this year, we have our TurboTax Live basic offer where you can get help along the way from a TurboTax Live tax expert, or you can fully hand your taxes off to them with our TurboTax Live full service basic offer. So just wanted to highlight that. Wow! So
1: even even for free, we can get we we can even get some tax advice for free by speaking with an expert.
4: Right. If you have a simple tax return, um, you can get help along the way or you can fully hand your taxes off now this year. Wow.
1: That's very handy uh, because we've had a couple of listeners that say, yeah, but I heard they weren't doing a free thing anymore because some other companies have made changes. I said, no, I think TurboTax has Mm -hmm. has still got a free version. And now you've added to that, which is very helpful for a lot of people.
4: Yes, we are fully committed to helping people file for free. Um, And there are over 60 million taxpayers that have a simple tax return. So um, they can qualify for our offer. And by simple tax return, I mean W-2 income, filing 1040 form only, um, standard tax deduction. And if you have kids, you know, getting some of the credits for kids, like the child tax credit, EARNED INCOME TAX CREDIT, AND ALSO IF YOU HAVE STUDENT LOAN INTERESTS, YOU WOULD BE ABLE TO USE um, THE OFFERS. AND THEN TURBOTAX FREE Edition, WHERE YOU DO YOUR TAXES YOURSELF FOR FREE, um, that's available the entire season.
1: Oh, that's terrific. And I wish I could use the free version, but unfortunately my life is more complicated than that. Uh, but that's great because I didn't know there were that many people that can take advantage of the free edition. So, man, you're helping a lot of folks and you guys aren't making any money doing it. How do you say in business? <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, I mean, we just want to help those people. We also, you know, depending on your situation, whether you're self-employed, whether you're an investor, you can also use our products. And um, then you can also use our TurboTax Live experts to get help along the way or fully have your taxes done, even if you're self-employed, a homeowner, or have these different situations. And one thing I want to point out with our TurboTax Live, full, um, we use AI to match you with the right tax expert for your specific situation. So they're experienced in your specific situation. If like you're self-employed or you're an inv- investor, or you know what's really on the rise, like you invest in cryptocurrency, um, they can help you along the way or fully do your taxes for you.
1: I think that's terrific. And the fact that you guys have always used technology uh, to help all of us in filing our taxes and you take it those steps further, especially with the ability uh, to get expert help. I like how you say uh, you can just turn over the taxes So, so you don't have to go into some storefront in a in a town nearby you. You can still do it all online and still hand things over to your TurboTax experts and they'll take care of things.
4: Right, they'll take care of it for you and they'll also give you um, status updates along the way so you know where your tax return is in the process of being done. And also to make it easier for customers in the beginning, new this year we have A tax prep assistant. So before um, you get matched with a tax expert, the tax prep assistant will help you with, um, you know, with documents to gather just to make that easier and then help with the process of matching you with also help with the process of matching you with the right tax expert.
1: Got you. And those services, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, are available to anyone, even if you don't have a simple return, right?
4: Right, right. No matter what your tax situation, um, you know, you can either do it yourself or connect with the TurboTax Live tax expert.
1: Gotcha. And let's assume now that if you don't have a very simple return for that, where you can use your free service, what do the prices start at? And, and are there different packages available that folks can then take advantage of based on whatever their needs are?
4: Yes. Yeah, so there are different prices Um Again, the simple tax return, you do it totally free. Um, and then all the way up, um, our TurboTax self-employed is the highest um, product that we have. And do-it-yourself is $119. And then getting help from a tax expert um, is additional. Gotcha. But everything, all the pricing is you know transparent on TurboTax.com.
1: Got gotcha. Invite you to stay tuned as we're chatting with CPA and tax expert with Intuit TurboTax, Lisa Green Lewis. Into Tomorrow continues. Don't go away. And remember, we have video of this interview. You want to come check it out at intotomorrow.com.
9: Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093.
11: The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499.
10: I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6.
11: U.S. Pharmacy has some exciting news. If you've been wanting to try Viagra or Cialis, now is the perfect time. Call today and receive 90 little blue or little yellow pills for only $119 with free shipping. Why order some low-dose sildenafil from one of those subscription services when we can give you what you want now? Call 888-856-8066 and we'll rush your order, discreetly packaged, to your door. Been thinking of trying something new to help your love life? Call U.S. Pharmacy at one 888 856-8066 for as little as $119 for 90 pills. Need your package in a hurry? Call 888-856-8066 and ask about our express shipping option and we'll rush your order to you as soon as possible. Save money on this little blue or yellow pill you've been wanting to try. That's 888-856-8066. Again, 888-856-8066.
1: Thank you for tuning into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Want to remind you to come by and visit IntoTomorrow.com and check out the video of our guest in this segment. Again, we're chatting with CPA and tax expert with Intuit TurboTax, Lisa Green Lewis. And I've always taken advantage uh, because I've had to with being self-employed of that higher end, but it's always been beneficial and that's what counts. You know, know you've got uh, the ask the expert options and, and things just... Uh, Kind of help hold your hand. I think that's what I like most about it is that the TurboTax system sort of holds my hand through the process And it's like wait. What does that mean? Well, I can click the question mark or I can click the information button. Oh Yes, 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 I have that Mm -hmm. you know or whatever and and obviously it's a lot of research and development that goes into it from from Your company's standpoint to say all right. How do we make it easier because God knows uh, our federal government doesn't help us make things easier. So you guys have to do a lot of digging every year. What's changed in tax law? What we need to look at that perhaps we don't think about, but you do.
4: Right. Yeah. We are constantly looking at the tax law changes, staying up to date on those as well as trends. Um, I know a big trend we have seen over the last couple of years, the rise in investors. So our TurboTax premier knew this year you can import up to 10,000 stock transactions and 4,000 cryptocurrency transactions all at once from your financial institution or your cryptocurrency platform. Wow. And it's pretty incredible. Like it really <laughs> does pull them in all at once where you're not entering all of that information and it goes to the right forms and you know, you're know you accurately um, reporting your gains and losses
1: because I was going to ask about cryptocurrency. A lot of folks have been dabbling in that. I have to the tune of like $100 or so, just because we talk about it on the show. It's like, okay, let me buy a little bit of that and a little bit of this. Uh, I don't think I've made any money, but it's good to know that I've got three or four different accounts with some kind of crypto you know a tiny little piece of bitcoin because at forty thousand dollars, i don't own a single coin but it's good to know that that i can just upload that info and then you guys say oh yeah you lost well good (laughs) i mean i don't make any money so i'm not paying any tax on it but i wouldn't know that except now you can handle crypto as well i think that's got to be very helpful to a lot of people especially those that are dabbling (laughs) if you will or folks who are very serious into it, and uh, no pun intended for your company name, but very serious into crypto and saying, now what do I do, right?
4: Right, right. Yes, it's very, that was one of the pain points that we got after for investors that have a lot of transactions. Um, Manually entering those transactions was painful for them. So we really listened to what um, customers were saying and you know, improved our TurboTax premier product.
1: Terrific. And the fact that you can also handle so many thousands of stocks as well, because again, they're just as difficult and have been for many years to keep track of. You know, did I make anything? Yeah, I get a check every quarter for a thirteen. Ooh, I can buy lunch, uh, you know, on, on a couple of accounts. Obviously not a lot of money there, but the fact is you still need to report things and then determine whether you owe any money on some of these things. So the fact that you make it simple uh, is truly very, very helpful as well that it should be. Any other new things this year with taxes that we need to watch out for or or pay particular attention to?
4: Yes, the big thing with taxes this year, um, uh, millions of people received the advance child tax credit, so they received a portion of their child tax credit that they would be eligible for for 2021. Um, The IRS issued a new letter, uh, letter 6419, and it reports the accurate amount of um, advanced child tax credit that you receive. When you sit down to do your taxes, you should have that form in front of you so you can accurately input or have whoever's um, preparing your tax return accurately input that amount that you received. You want to have that accurate so you don't have any processing delays and you know you want to get your refund as soon as possible and also so that you can claim the other portion of child tax credit that you're eligible for gotcha and then also there was a third stimulus payment um, under the american rescue plan so the irs issued letter 6475 and they also suggest that you have that letter in front of you if you're eligible for more um, stimulus because you can claim the recovery rebate credit, but to avoid delays in processing, you want to put input the correct amount that the IRS um, sent to you.
1: Good. And we all hope we're eligible for more stimulus. We can all use some more stimulus. But along those lines, Lisa, uh, do we have to pay any tax on any stimulus that we've received?
4: Yeah, so stimulus payments are not taxable. Good. And, you know, just let's say you had a change, you ended up having lower income in 2021 and didn't end up getting the full amount of stimulus, you can claim the recovery rebate credit when you go to file your taxes. So um, you definitely wanna do that. And then the same with the child tax credit, if you didn't receive the full amount and let's say your income was lower, uh, you may be eligible for more child tax credit.
1: Wow, terrific. You are always a wealth of information, and we appreciate it. We also appreciate the fact that you have provided us with several TurboTax codes to share with our audience. So many people listening that uh, are not able to do one of those simple returns for free already at TurboTax.com want to participate because you may be able to win one of the codes that Lisa sent us that are good for any of their products. So we thank you very much for that. And Lisa, as always, always thank you for your expertise and spending a few minutes with us. Uh, It's it's good to get you every tax season whenever we can, and your input is valuable and very helpful.
4: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: It's our pleasure. Lisa Green-Lewis is CPA and tax expert with Intuit TurboTax, and we invite you to visit TurboTax.com, which will automatically get you to TurboTax.Intuit.com. You'll see when you get there. And, of course, when you visit us at Intotomorrow.com, we'll get you to Lisa's site, and you'll see all the cool things that they have available for you. So thanks again very much, Lisa. I'm Dave Graveline. We stay tuned and we ask you to do the same as Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. into tomorrow welcome back to the program i'm dave graveline i'm chris graveline happy birthday well thank you i appreciate that very much what do you get me for my birthday something good a headache it, pff, well that's true <laughs> wonder what my age is in dog years
2: i don't know i've never learned to count that high <laughs> oh gosh okay well then there you go yeah. what can i say you can say that this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. Well, you just did. Oh, okay. Well, then don't say it. All right. New podcasters may need some help setting everything up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Check out com. Well, I shall do
1: just that. Sean in Gilmer, Texas, listening to us on KTBB AM and FM, by the way. Hey, Sean, welcome Into Tomorrow.
7: My question is if there is a Bluetooth headset or a phone that can dial using voice only, not touching, not single touch, just voice only. And um, I'm searching. I can't find that. It's one of the requirements
2: for my job. So anyway, if you could help, that'd be great.
1: Well, John, by the way, any earbud or headset that says something like Alexa-enabled or Google Assistant-enabled or Siri-enabled, will do exactly that. Just ask your assistant to make the call. No touching required depending on your choice of phone different options may be better for you for example any apple or Beats headset which of course apple owns is pretty much
2: guaranteed to work well with any apple phone go figure since they own the brands yeah and of course the phone's built-in assistant can do that cuz you know i could say you know just things like you know hey siri call dave graveline and it'll just call you without me having to touch the phone you don't say hey siri call dad no you have me listed as Dave Graveline. Well, that, that comes from years ago when when I would because you know I, I had this issue when I would email people and it would. Send, you know, it would show up to them as I'm sending it to them and dad. And I just figured that seemed less professional.
1: Oh, I see. So, like So if we were copied on an email right. and instead yes. of my name, it would be dad, and they go, oh, okay. Yeah. Got so I it. Just, you
2: know, that's what you're to this Dave Grayflynn. All right, fine. Anyway. Uh, but uh, you know, the same goes to Pixel products and Google. Now, if you want a generic solution, any Alexa enabled headset should work just fine. And making calls is about the most basic thing they can do. Uh, for example, you can take a look at the Jabra Elite 85H or Sony's WH-1000XM4. They all let you make touchless requests, including the ability to make a call. So,
1: Sean, do let us know which of those many options you end up with and how it works out for you. Because if it's a condition of your employment, we want to help keep you employed. All the way into tomorrow.com.
0: Welcome, Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline.
1: We hope always entertaining and certainly always informative, oh, and always free. You're tuned Into Tomorrow during our 27th year on the air. This for the weekend of Friday, March 4th, 2022. I'm Dave Graveline. The birthday boy. You, boy, yes, yeah. uh, sure. I don't feel like a boy anymore as I get upwards there. What am I, about 100 now? You don't look a day over 90. Yes, Oh, thanks. <laughs> you know, I have learned, however, getting old is mandatory, but growing up, not so much.
2: Yeah, well, those of us that know you, we know that for, firsthand. I beg my pardon.
1: <laughs> but yes, thank you for the happy birthday wishes. I appreciate it. Uh, March 5th, if anybody wants to mark their calendar. <laughs> I don't know why you would
7: want to do that.
1: But... A Pisces, if that also means anything. I don't think it ever means anything. But there you go. I appreciate the birthday greetings, and all I want for my birthday is calls from our audience. Participate on the program so that I can then send you presents. By that, I mean gifts. Not my presents, but my gifts. We have a bunch. Stay tuned, and we'll tell you more about them coming up. In the meantime... Uh, did I mention that I'm Dave Graveline, and who are you? I'm Chris Graveline. Okay. Just want to make sure we get that out. we got some tech news and commentary, and then Sam in Delaware standing by and a whole bunch of other folks that are joining us on the program and win prizes for participating while Christopher is across the table here in the studio yawning. Is Is my birthday weekend keeping you up? Yes. I mean, am I boring you that much on the radio broadcast? Yes. I mean, no. Good heavens.
2: I mentioned tech news and commentary. Yeah. Well, get on it. Uh, Waymo, the autonomous vehicle, uh, the the autonomous, not the autonomous. (laughs) The autonomous. the, The autonomous vehicle unit of Alphabet has gotten the green light to start charging for rides in its autonomous taxis in San Francisco. The California Public Utilities Commission awarded the company a permit that allows them to charge for rides as long as there's a human safety driver behind the wheel. In a statement, Waymo said that it would start charging for rides within, quote, the next few weeks. The company has been providing free rides around San Francisco to a select group of what they call trusted testers. What, does that mean they have to be Prime members or something because it's owned by Amazon? No, this is owned by Google. Oh, Google, rather. Yeah. Yeah, Google, yeah. Now, these are members of the public who are not Waymo employees, uh, but who do sign non-disclosure agreements as a precursor before getting to ride in the company's autonomous vehicles.
1: Ah, come on. Tell us about it. We won't tell anyone.
2: Well, I'm sure soon they'll be able to tell because <laughs> yes. now they can start charging about it.
1: Interesting. And that's only in San Francisco? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't plan to go out there anytime soon. A recent Parks Associate study reveals that the consumption of connected devices in the U.S. continues to be on an upward trajectory. Well, that's not a big surprise, but 41% of broadband homes using a streaming media player. Okay. Other broadband household data in the report, 38% of respondents own a gaming console. And 36% are using a gaming service. Hmm. There you go. But 41% of broadband homes are streaming are with a media player. That's interesting. And perhaps will continue to increase all
2: of those trajectories. Well, that's how I watch all of my content at home as a streaming player. I still very happy to you know from two years ago when I cut the cord. Good, I don't miss it. At all? No. Ever? I, sometimes I felt like that cord is wrapping around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> and tightening constantly. Ex- except now with all these streaming services, every single one of them now raising their prices, I'm starting now to pay what I was paying when I had cable TV. But, yeah. Boy, and, and boy, do the cable companies love that. It's like, ah, oh, I want to come back now,
1: huh? No. <laughs> but it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Especially with the fact that there's so much out there. And if you really want to get a lot of stuff that you like, that you prefer, you have to get multiple services. Uh Because you can't get everything anywhere, no matter what. Whether it's a cable company, a satellite TV company, anything. You can't get everything that your heart may desire in one place. And those that have tried have
2: been sued like crazy. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't see that happening anytime soon. No. Wow. Amazon customers can now connect with healthcare providers through their Echo devices. The service is provided by telemedicine company Teladoc, one of the largest telemedicine companies in the US. Customers can connect with Teladoc by saying, Alexa, I want to talk to a doctor. Uh, they'll get a call back on their device from a Teladoc doctor. Uh, now the service is only for non-emergency visits like allergies or flu symptoms. And at this point, visits are audio only. Uh, but video visits, they say, are coming soon, according to a press release. Well, why not? If, if you can do Teladoc, you might as well do video. Well, I guess most people still just have the regular Echo devices without the screen. So, well, you know. yeah, I guess. And Doc, look at this.
1: I can't see it. Well, open your eyes. No, you you don't have a video connection, silly. So we do have a portal, yeah. a Facebook portal, so I guess I could
2: teledoc that way. But that's not an Echo device. No, it's not. This is not Echo devices. so I could do it at home with my Echo show. Well, aren't you special? I am. You, <laughs> Tesla's
1: electric cars are atypical for several reasons. And now CEO Elon Musk has tweeted that he plans to add... Steam support to the dashboard infotainment deck to facilitate in-vehicle gaming. Isn't Steam like not good for electronics? That's not this that kind of Steam. No, oh. this is a service for gaming. Oh, I Steam. <laughs> it's a platform to play games. Are you being serious or are you trying no, to be no, funny? I'm trying to be funny. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> the deck could be almost as powerful as a PlayStation Five. He's claiming. The update isn't likely before next year. And hopefully,
2: I pray, not in view of the driver whilst in drive. You yeah, know, well, Teslas aren't fun anymore since they made them take off the fart sounds from the, with the horn. I know. Well, why would they have done that? Because that's sad, because I think. Because it doesn't meet the requirements for the cars to alert pedestrians or whatever. You know. Exactly. And that's the whole reason I wanted to get a Tesla was so I could make it fart. Now, you know, you can only do it when you're in park. And what fun is that? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently
1: not as much fun. But oh, well. Adaptive clothing, which helps people with sensory, physical, and cognitive disabilities, like the need to accommodate a feeding tube, among other things, used to be geared towards adults and had limited style appeal. Well, now major retailers like Kohl's, JCPenney, and Target are offering adaptive clothing options for children that offer trendy fashion choices and help kids feel that they're fitting in with their peers. Oh. So I think that's pretty cool. That is cool. And we're going to see more adaptive clothing, especially the fact that it helps folks with physical and cognitive disabilities is very good. And I hope that they all increase and then more stores cover the same sorts of stuff. I think it's great. to If it helps the
2: kids, go for it. I agree a thousand percent. Good. Twitter confirmed that users accessing the social media platform on Android, iOS, and the web can now add content warnings to any photos or videos attached to their tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you want to warn anybody? Well, what I've read is it's mostly for like spoiler alerts if you're going to give something mm. away on a, a show or something. Yeah, but yeah. I think people
1: who are who give away a spoiler are not the kind of people typically that would warn you that a spoiler alert's coming so it was like
2: you know an article I read the other day because you know I've been watching that you know that show on Paramount plus 1883. I saw the first few episodes and then I haven't caught up the whole season's over That's now. That's just because you but, think it's the year I was born but, yes yeah um, <laughs> um, but I started reading an article that was talking about you know the, you know that season two might be coming and the, the the first like two lines was a huge spoiler for the season I'm like well this article didn't even start off with spoiler alert you know not everybody watches these shows well, but, right as soon as they come out you but know? good now you don't have to watch any more of it because <sighs> you know what happens. Yeah, but now I I need to see how it happens. Oh, God. (laughs) Anyway, but back to the Twitter story. It's a a relatively simple process that forces anyone who wants to take a look at your post uh, to manually click past a prompt first. Uh, Now, it's not a perfect implementation at this point. The content warning doesn't show up when a tweet that has one is embedded. The warnings also aren't visible in third-party Twitter apps. Now, see, if they want to be smart...
1: Just like, as you discovered the other day, I've known this for years, but for some reason you don't send many emails with attachments, and you started to send one, and it said you mentioned the word attachment, and there's nothing attached. Did you want to attach something? And you came running out to my office saying, oh, apparently there's a new function with Outlook, and it's, it's been there for years. Well,
2: rather than make me seem you know dumb for not knowing how to function, let's just say that This is the first time I've forgotten to put my attachment on there.
1: All right, we'll go with that. Yeah. Liar. Um, But the point is, similar to that, why isn't Twitter smart enough with machine learning and AI and all the stuff that people spew as if it's so special, that if you said something giving it away or spoiler in the body of your tweet, that it would suggest a spoiler alert warning?
2: I mean, wouldn't that make sense? Well, it would make sense, especially because all these platforms are they are apparently smart enough to to slap some COVID-19 link on there when you happen yeah. to mention a virus in a post. Yeah, even if it had nothing to do with it. And I hope that goes away just like the masks have miraculously yeah. gone away in time for the midterms. Yeah. And not to get political, but it is, it is tech. Um, have you heard about this thing on TikTok where apparently when you're doing, you know, when you're speaking on TikTok and it does the captions, apparently when you're saying unvaccinated, it always... Corrects it to vaccinated, and apparently you cannot say unvaccinated in the the the, the no. captions. Now I've never posted a TikTok, so I don't know if this is true. I've seen videos where people are, are doing it or saying it, but you know if you're a TikTok user and if you've done that, you know let me know if that is that is that a true thing. Because, so if you're dictating to where you want to use captions, yeah, and you, so you're watching a video and you right. see you're reading the captions at the bottom that apparently are automatically generated by TikTok. And they're showing, and this, this one person was even saying a lot of un words, you know, that weren't even real words, you know, uncomputer, unlight, and then was doing un, and then, and then, but then he goes unvaccinated. And, and at the bottom it said vaccinated. Ooh. So. Oh, that's not right. I mean, they're just lying then. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. So. Well, again, let's hope that this nonsense is all behind us very, very soon. I mean, we had the State of the Union where only, like, two people had masks on. and It's probably because they had the Rona leftover or something. Who knows? But, again, miraculously, poof, masks went away. What changed with the science? Well, nothing changed with the science, but... Oh, please. Enough already. So now, if you don't have to wear a face diaper, that's great. But what else is happening? Let's stop with, you know, tacking on all these COVID warnings on stuff that makes no sense. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll get off my political soapbox now. All right. Researchers around the world are developing self-repairing materials, such as nanocrystal semiconductors and self-healing plastic and resins that could one day give gadgets the power to repair themselves. That would be cool. There's an obvious environmental benefit, they say, because you're not having to resynthesize a brand new material every time it gets broken, according to researcher Nathaniel Corrigan, who notes that the effect aims to improve, quote, the lifespan of these materials, which is going to reduce plastic waste, close quote. Well, that's all fine and good, but I just happen to think that
2: if we can give gadgets the power to repair themselves in and of itself— That's what's cool. Yeah, except it'll give them a reason now to raise the price of these flagship phones to (laughs) $2,000. Yeah. (laughs) And unfortunately, some of us suckers will pay it. Yeah. You know, we're back to the days that, you know, we used to talk about that, you know, remember the days when cell phones first came out and it was like $2,000 to get a phone? Well, we're getting back there. Oh, gosh. I think the first, you know, because you had the cell phone store and the the first one, that big Motorola brick that we sold was, what, $1,800. Yeah, That's exactly what an iPhone is these days. I I know.
1: know. And that's really
2: sad. But look how much more it can do. Yeah. And we're not paying, you know, 35 cents a minute during the day and 25 cents a minute at night to make phone calls. (laughs) You remember that. You were just a kid. I remember because I remember you got me a cell phone and a beeper and you said, the beeper is is for you to, you know, me to tell you when I need you to call me. The cell phone is to only use when I beep you. That's right. If I beep you with 911,
1: you better call me on that cell phone right away at 35 cents a minute. Right. But you're not to use it to call anybody else
2: at 35 cents a minute. No. But you were also the only kid at your prom that had a cell phone. It is, you know. So I was very popular. I did have to unscrew the antenna and put it in one pocket of my jacket, and, and take, take the, the, battery, the battery, battery off, put it in another pocket, and, <laughs> and then I'm trying to dance on the on the dance floor. My jacket's flopping all over the place because I got this big heavy phone in it. But you pulled it out occasionally and pretended to dial a number and pretended to yeah. talk on the phone because like, people Who? went, "Oh my gosh, Chris is so yeah. cool." My friend's like, Who are you calling? Nobody, because my dad won't let me. <laughs>
1: Well, I hoped you didn't say that. I didn't but, say that, you know, but of course yeah. not. But I mean, how cool was that? Well, for just as much as how cool it was when we had the mobile phones in the car, and you picked up and were holding up the handset in traffic talking to nobody but people would look over
2: and go "Woo, he must be rich yeah i did that <laughs> driving into you know, senior in high school i you know I drove in i was the only one with a car phone too yeah i drove in you know in the school you know wasn't talking to anybody because again i couldn't afford it at 35 cents a minute but, ever, but everybody saw but everybody you. saw i had the cell, a cell phone
1: yep yeah. and then you said yeah my dad's in the business yeah oh must be nice yeah it's all about tech yeah. thanks for the walk down memory lane you're welcome What do you think about uh, Tech Memory Lane? Because we talk about tech history, and Chris does the videos every week at intotomorrow.com. Check them out. But we'd love it if our audience would take us down tech history in their own words. What do you remember most? What do you get the biggest kick out of maybe growing up or... As you became an adult and you could buy your own stuff, what was the first
2: tech-related item you got? I remember how, how cool it was when you brought home the first E V or EGA monitor. It had, what, like 256 colors on it or something? <laughs> yes. I was like, this is awesome! <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, we're doing our own tech history. History, yeah. history, history right
1: here. Sam in Willington, Delaware, listens on WDEL. Welcome into tomorrow, Sam.
11: About... Eight, nine months ago, you had a website that helped seniors like me at 77 understand how to use the Internet. Can you please let me know what that website was?
1: Yes, it's intotomorrow.com. No, that's <laughs> no. not the one from months ago. Uh, no. But I think, Sam, you might be thinking about Get Set Up. We had their co-founder on the show back in December of 2020. Doesn't seem that long ago. They touted as the largest digital community for older adults to learn, share, and socialize. They have a community of instructors that hold live and on-demand classes
2: on not just computers, but just about every topic you could think of. Yeah, they've got uh, two levels of subscription available. There's a free tier, which has access to all their quote free classes. Now their site doesn't make it clear how many fall under that free column. Um, Or there's a $20 per month plan that they say gives you access to over 500 classes each week and unlimited access to their premium streaming library. Uh, You can find them at getsetup.io, or you can come by our site at intotomorrow.com, where we'll not only have a link to their site, but we'll also link to the interview that we did back in 2020 so that you can learn more there. Check it all out at intotomorrow.com. See, I was right.
9: Life Care provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses, such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral cost skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that if left unattended will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate log, call Life Care at 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683. 800-956-0683.
2: While many people view cybercrime as someone else's problem, these attacks get very personal when they impact our digital identities and way of life. F5 announced a new way for companies to manage and secure the digital services we rely on every day with the global launch of F5 Distributed Cloud Services. Here's Executive VP and GM for Security and Distributed Cloud, Haiyan Song.
3: Businesses and individuals now rely on digital services like never before. That's why we're so excited about F5's new security services the protection it will provide for organizations and their customers. More than 40% of cyber attacks were on small companies. Our goal at F5 is to make securing the digital world simple by providing the best, most flexible, and most comprehensive security services to our customers.
2: F5 Distributed Cloud Services is the most comprehensive, effective, and easy-to-implement way to secure web applications and APIs.
5: Learn more at F5.com. Keep it. Call eight hundred
1: six one three twenty seven fifteen. That's eight hundred six one three twenty seven fifteen. Eight hundred six one three twenty seven fifteen. Call now. Welcome back with an Into Tomorrow fun tech fact for you. Before Nokia sold mobile phones, they still do, you know, they manufactured a range of other items like toilet
2: paper, tires, and computers. I can see the connection. Well, it was like what we talked about in Tech History last week where Samsung started off selling dried fish. Yeah, exactly. And then moved on to grocery store and other stuff. And then somehow or other, years later, finally got into electronics. And that's what everybody knows them for. So check that out. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Don't forget, you can hear Into Tomorrow 24-7 on our website and in our free app. We stream the last seven weeks' worth of Into Tomorrow nonstop with the help of our friends at streamguys.com. Stay tuned. We'll be joined in a few minutes by Jonathan Ushindi. He's the founder of a company called Focus Cove. They've just come out with an app called Firstly, which is an app that helps prioritize and organize different tasks. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You do want to check that out. Stay
1: tuned. Just a couple of minutes from now.
3: It's time
0: for our EFA history feature. IFA is one of the largest and oldest tech shows in the world. With
7: this thing, look back at IFA's historic
8: past. Here's Chris
11: Graveline.
2: EFA history, EFA history. Television first got color in 1954 in the U.S. with a shadow stripe mask using the NTSC standard. Jokingly referred to as never the same color. Germany had just started TV broadcasts in black and white as the Allied forces had to authorize the use of TV.
6: I know nothing.
8: nothing.
2: And no more than 4000 TV sets had been sold in 1952 with the not so impressive screen size of 9 by 9 inch. Much later in 1963, first shown at IFA, a European color technology was introduced with the PAL system which solved the problems of NTSC using phase alternation. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. And if all goes well, and it seems to be going well, we should
1: actually be there in person again this year. It'll be our 18th year broadcasting from IFA in Berlin. And I'm always inviting our audience to join us there. Because unlike CES and most other trade shows, this one is open to the public. What a great opportunity to vacation in Berlin in September, and come see us at EVA. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us in our 27th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer technology, including gadgets and gizmos and products and services and and apps and websites, all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. And of course, when you participate on the program, you Our audience actually make the show because it's all about your questions, your help for other listeners, your comments, your tech rage, whatever the case. We do want to hear you on the air. And then, of course, we send you prizes because you've participated and you've made the show. So we do want to hear from you. And also, when you are able to visit us at your convenience, sign up for our free once-a-week tech newsletter. And you can do that easily by putting only your email address, which we don't share with anyone, in the little box that pops up when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. We will then look for you. What if we paid more attention to what's most important to us personally well, our next guest company created an app to help people live effective and purposeful lives. We all might want to think we are doing that already, but he helps us to make sure we do that. The founder of Focus Cove is Jonathan Ushindi. Jonathan, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Dave. What about yourself? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Glad to have you with us. Uh, tell me first a little bit about Focus Cove as your company, and then let's get into this particular app.
7: So, as you mentioned before, uh, Focus Cove was uh, was created with a mission to help people live effective and purposeful lives. Um, it, it's, it's something that I'm very passionate about uh, since I left the military. I, I had a very successful military career, but I realized that when I finished my contract, I did not actually do anything related to my purpose and uh, to my life goals. That was a chapter that I just closed and five years that I spent, and I can never get back. So um, so I, I, created, or I created Focus Goals to help people do that and to actually, everything, that you, whatever you're doing, it could be the, your military career or your career right now, you could also be following your life goals at the same time.
1: Ah. So I I guess I understand what you're saying, that that being in the military was purposeful to that extent and and certainly uh, helped your country and, and, you know, thank you for your service and that sort of thing. Um, But if it wasn't a personal goal, that's also understandable. I mean, some people go into the military and spend their career and that's wonderful if it works for them and that's their purpose. Terrific. Do you, were you thinking during those five years in the military uh, what your purpose was, knowing that it wasn't to stay in the military?
7: Oh, yes. Um, I, I knew very well that um, I would be in the military for just a period of time. Um, and, um, and I also knew that someday I will be following my dreams and goals. It was always someday. I, I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I never thought that I could actually do both at the same time. And my time in the military was amazing. I was super successful, super great, and uh, I loved, I loved it. And I'm still very good friend with almost everybody that I met in there. Oh, great folks!
1: Excellent, and and that's good to hear because uh, you know not only do most folks have the opportunity to say, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I wouldn't necessarily do it again. Uh, but, the, you know, it was like I spent many years as a police officer uh, and unfortunately lost four close friends who were killed in the line of duty. But the, the fact is, as an overall thing, it was a terrific experience. You know, and I've related to your military experience, not what you want to do the rest of your life necessarily. Um, but I certainly learned a lot. It was a terrific opportunity. Uh, and again, met and still friends with some great guys and gals that i was able to work with um, and that's terrific and i think for most people it's very fulfilling but as as we pointed out in your introduction there's more to life than that because as you say you want to help us to be more effective and i guess more purposeful so how do we do that
7: so uh the way that we approach that it's actually uh by part by part of prioritization if you prioritize your life better and um, you always keep in mind um, what is most important to you, which should always be uh, your 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 life goals and your purpose. Mm-hmm. If you always do that, you keep that from uh, top of mind. You all you you have you have the best of both worlds: have a great career and also a great life. And you will never catch yourself, uh, let's say, 20 years later, and uh, trying to now catch up on your goals and do what you always wanted to do. And that's why I created the Firstly app.
1: So the app is called Firstly, which right away makes me think, first think of your goals your purpose right Uh, and then take it from there i'm noticing on your website it says that firstly keeps your days planned productive and focused so initially i'm thinking so it's kind of a day planner a digital planner is that part of what you're doing
7: yes Uh, i've noticed one thing that that uh, there are amazing productivity applications out there and i and i love them and i've used many of them actually but i've noticed that there is a little a small thing that could be improved, and and that thing is focusing on uh, helping people focus on their personal goals. Like for example, um, right now the only prioritization um, process that exists within all other productivity apps out there is they simply ask users, "Oh, what priority would you give to this task?" For example, hmm. and they and they give three options: high, medium, or low. And the user usually, our human instincts will be like to give high to the to the test that has the the highest urgency, instead of the the test that has the highest importance or the highest priority. Uh, and so many so many people end up um, confusing, uh, uh, living their their entire life confusing, urgency, and priority or importance, hmm. and. Uh, and also, and, and that's exactly why I, w- I would say something. It, it sounds a little bit uh, very sad, but many people end up living their life letting their job or other people prioritize their life, in, their lives instead of actually going after their own, uh, their own purpose. And firstly, we'll not, let you, we'll not just tell you, hey, go after your goals, stop your career. <laughs> it's just make sure that when you are looking at your productivity app, you'll see that your goals and your life uh, and your your goals are actually uh, on the top and that should be your priority. One thing is sure. If if a task in your your regular job is uh it's it's an emergency, it's an emergency, you will just look at your productivity app, it will still be there, you'll still be able to see it among the other among the other par- uh, priorities and uh you'll still do it and you'll <laughs> and you'll make sure that you get the job done but at the same time, your goal, your life goals, will stay well will stay, will, will stay uh, top of, uh, on the top uh, on the top of your mind.
1: Well, that's good. I'm glad to know that your app isn't going to tell everybody uh, quit your job tomorrow no, no. and just do we something do else that. or look for something <laughs> else. And by the same token, I think we all know a lot of people that if you ask them what are your priorities in life, they're just going to say, "Oh, to make a lot of money." But that's really, I mean, if that works out, that's terrific. But I don't know that that really in and of itself, is our real priority in life for most people. I mean, hopefully, we want to be productive. We want to be effective. Maybe we want to help people. Maybe we want to serve, whatever number of things. But is that the kind of thing you're talking about, the ability to, to set those kinds of priorities, determine what it is we want to do in life? Yeah, we hope to make money. We hope to be successful in that sense. But there is more to life than that.
7: Yes, and uh, if you don't mind, I would like to share my screen a little bit and oh, show exactly means. how um, how how the how the application works. It will be very quick. As you can see, when whenever this is my this is my app right now and my day schedule, and you can see that at the at the very top uh, it says first, mm-hmm. which means that these tests have the first priority: uh, j- journal, read, website updates, and among many other tasks.
1: Now, for, the, so, for those listening on the radio and have yet to see the video, just know that you can visit us at intotomorrow.com and look for the first, uh, F- Focus Cove interview with Jonathan. And I, I don't know whether I'm supposed to be impressed that as you list priorities, we're at the bottom. Or it's just that it's because it's that time of day and now it's time to do the interview. <laughs> oh, yeah.
7: so um, and, and as you can and as you can see right now, um, you, your day automatically shows uh, by by priority, from a priority perspective, mm-hmm. you could also switch to a schedule if you just want to know exactly when you're doing your tasks. So uh, whenever you want to prioritize a task, you can use one of the multiple prioritizers that I do have. For example, let's say that I, I want to prioritize this task, you could use one of these, all these are prioritizers. Oh, one of my wow. favorites is the one goal prioritizer here. And it will ask you to in, to input your goal. And click done, and now every time that you prioritize a task, it will ask you how related is this task to your one big goal, which is finish and release. Firstly, uh-huh. I'll say, well, this is the uh, the task is interview with Dave Graveline. <laughs> so I will go and say directly. <laughs> so it's priority one automatically, and let's say that now we talk about uh, simply reading a book. Well, this always is always a high priority. But if it was if it was something else, if it was something else, I will put something like low, and uh, you can switch easily com- um, prioritizers. Uh, bet- uh, switch easily prioritizers. Like uh, you can go here and uh, in the more tab, and click on the prioritizers where you can select the default prioritizer for projects, and for tasks. And uh, let's say that I choose that from now on, I will be using the Eisenhower. But people who are in, into productivity, they've already they they know exactly what the Eisenhower Matrix is. We also have the Self Wellness Prioritizer uh, and many others. So depending on where you are in your life, you could you, you, there is a prioritizer for you, and uh, and that is exactly uh, what, for, uh, what what Firstly does like it helps you keeps your focus exactly where you want to be.
1: That's terrific, and where,
7: and where it should be. So,
1: who is your your app uh, designed for? Any particular group of people, or or you know, who should get firstly? I'm thinking.
7: So, I personally believe that everybody should get firstly, <laughs> of course. <laughs> every 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 single person should get it because everybody have life goals, and uh, if you do, you should just get it and and start doing and start going after them. And if you've already and if you've already started going after your life goal, you're already living. You're already living. Your dream, well, there you, you you could use it to track to track goals like I showed the one goal targets prioritizer, right? And that will help you keep your focus on one specific goal at a time.
1: Terrific! And is it available for both iOS and Android?
7: Unfortunately, for now, it's not available for Android. It's, it's oh. exclusively available for iOS. But
1: well, don't forget our is, half like, of the world. Android.
7: <laughs> Actually, I think it's it's bigger than half of the world. Much so bigger, hope,
1: much bigger. So
7: the, Andro- the Android version will be coming up very, very soon.
1: OK, good. So firstly, your priority now is to get it on Android, but it is available for iOS. So those of you iPhoneies out there, by all means, take advantage. Is there any cost for firstly or subscription fees or anything of that nature that folks should be aware of?
7: Oh, yeah. Uh, Two things that I will mention about that, that people should be aware of is uh, first. Firstly, is a premium app, but it's also it's also as a free version. Okay. The free version is very limited, and uh, we offer a free trial for seven days. And then if you decide to upgrade to a pre, to a premium version, we we decided I decided not to go with a subscription because nobody wants another bill in yeah. their life. Yeah, true. So it's a one-time fee of fourteen ninety-nine. And that's it. That would be yours forever.
1: Terrific. Forever. Terrific. Including updates and whatever else, other features you may add and that sort of thing. So we invite our audience to visit Focus Cove, C O V E, Focus Cove. And, of course, we'll get you there when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Jonathan Ushindi the founder of Focus Cove, where are you joining us from on this uh, video call?
7: Oh, San Antonio, Texas.
1: Okay, very good. So uh, (laughs) glad to have you. Uh, Firstly, keep your days planned, productive, and focused, so do more of what matters most to you focuscove.com for more details and download the app and you'll let us know when it's available for us android type users and uh, we'll be able to experience it as well thanks jonathan for spending a few minutes with us thank you for having me dave it's my pleasure again focuscove.com and visit us at intotomorrow.com we link you to jonathan's site and all of our guests as always be sure to stay tuned there's much more to come as into tomorrow continues I am Dave Graveline right here on the
9: Advanced Media Network. You prefer the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage, the service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero copays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and will help you get them. Call 800 901 5093. That's 800 901 5093. 800 901 5093. And let Best Medicare do the work for you.
10: I can't let diabetes get in my way. So here's what I do. I wear the Dexcom G6.
0: Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Call 800-970-8405. That's 800-970-8405.
9: United we stand. One 6764 eight one six seven six four.
1: You're tuned into tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, March fourth, twenty twenty two, and we always give you the Friday dates going into every weekend. Because if you want to come back and look at show notes or hear your call, whatever the case, you know how to find us. And in this particular case, the weekend of
2: Friday, March 4th, and you can find it at intotomorrow.com. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Dexcom. Always know where your glucose is headed and how fast. Visit dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M. .com. If you would like any of the following particular prizes,
1: no promises, no guarantees, but do tell us when you call in any number of ways where we get to hear you on the air, and we'll do our best to get you that particular item. So mention one or two or three of the things we're about to talk about, and if we can, we promise to get it to you as best as possible. Like, we've got goodies like from Jabra, the Elite 85T
2: true wireless earbuds available. From Benji we've got fingerprint padlocks. Your key is your finger. Yes, it is. Or your finger is the key. Or both.
1: Either way from infinicore wally grip detachable wallet
2: grip and stand for your smartphone very handy devices from turbotax you got online codes good for any of their products to help you file your income tax fast and easily yep and from dan tech d a a n dan tech bob
1: the ultra compact dishwasher very cool meant for one or two people if you got a big family, that's not going to help you. You'll be standing there using Bob five, six times in a row. It's meant for one or two people with a f- small amount of dishes to do. And it does a great job. Been playing with one here in our studios when we've got a bunch of coffee mugs and that sort of stuff. Works out very well. So how does one
2: participate? There's many ways. You could uh, call us at 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. You could use the free Into Tomorrow app on iOS and Android. There's a message to studio button. You can record something, and send it right to us, or you can stop by intotomorrow.com and click that Ask Dave microphone. You have a little red thing on the right or lower right of anything with a browser and a microphone.
1: And you can participate that way from intotomorrow.com.
2: It's the weekly Into Tomorrow radio broadcast. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. If you want to become a podcaster, you'll soon discover the options can be a bit overwhelming. Blueberry makes it easy. Visit blubrry.com. It's been a while since we've reminded
1: you that you desperately, definitely want to get our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Indubitably. Indubitably. Wow, all the leaves, <laughs> And because it has tech news, because we tell you what's on the show, who's on the show, what calls we're taking, and kind of tease you a little bit about the sorts of things we'll be discussing, oh, and there's some tech news and, hmm, thoughts to make you smile right out of the box, right off the bat
2: we got goodies. And we have other stuff for you in the tech newsletter. Like this week, uh, the tech tip. Are you allowing your smartphone to work to its full potential? Not just for calls, texts, and taking pictures, but there are so many other features available, including being able to do work on the go just in the palm of your hand. Oh, and working from home for good? We'll tell you which U.S. and Canadian
1: cities offer an ideal mix of affordability, livability, and equally important, connectivity. So you want to check out this week's Into Tomorrow Tech newsletter. Sign up for free, and we don't spam you, and we don't share your email address with anyone. little box pops up. Put in just your email address. Watch for the subsequent email at intotomorrow.com.
0: Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7,